The Philadelphia Eagles were both dominated and embarrassed at Lincoln Financial Field to the San Francisco 49ers. 42-19 the final score. The Locked On Eagles postgame show coming up next. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by GameTime. Create an account and use the promo code LOCKDOWNNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. It was not game time for the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles on Sunday Yeesh. at the link, completely dominated by the 49ers, 42-19, the final score, and just what a difference in just the tone and the momentum and just everything about this game from the first quarter compared to the final three, Gino. No it looked like it was the opposite script of every other game where the Eagles are slow mm-hmm. out of the gate and then in the second half they come alive and lead this comeback. This time around, the offense is slinging the ball down the field, moving down the field at will, but red zone drives stall out, and the 49ers took advantage of those field goal drives, turned yep. their drives into touchdowns, and there were just a lot of self-inflicted mistakes, a lot of mismatches in personnel, a lot of bad coaching to get into. Mm-hmm. There really isn't just one key takeaway, so we've got a lot to get into on both sides. And I think it just got smacked in the mouth by an elite roster that you had to be flawless against and that they were not. They were far from flawless today. I'm trying to figure out the exact UFC fight that I want to put this to. And to me, it really feels like Khabib against Conor McGregor, where I went in. I'm I'm a longtime Conor McGregor fan. I'm like, oh, we have a chance against this team. And then Khabib just freaking mauls him on the ground forever. And that's what it felt like today. It's like, oh, you had a chance there early on. And after the first quarter, you got outcoached, outclassed. You couldn't tackle. You made the simple mistakes. San Francisco did everything a really good team does. I mean, yeah. Shanahan called an unbelievable game. As soon as he saw that Christian Ellis was in the game, he took advantage of that. Debo Samuel, I mean, he scored a hat trick of touchdowns. You have to tackle this guy. I mean, they just got outskilled, outclassed, whatever you want to say it. Hats off to San Francisco. That's, that's a freaking really good team, man. Right before yeah. we hopped on, that, that might be the best team you're going to play. And to be the best, you got to beat the best, as Ric Flair would say in you lost today in an embarrassing fashion. After that first quarter, Lou, it was downhill. And I think it came down to the little things exactly like we said. When you settle for two field goals yep. right off the bat instead of getting seven, that turns that late touchdown from a two-score po- two game at 16 points to a one-score game if you were able to keep it within eight. You also basically punted away right before halftime when you knew San Francisco was going to get the ball with about 35 seconds left. You run one play and then you just hand it off and kind of waltz in to the locker room. Exactly. And then you punt on fourth and two in a big time situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got out skilled and outclassed because Nick Sirianni, I thought he, his head coaching duties today. I mean, he didn't do them well. They got outskilled. The entire everywhere. coaching staff was bad. I, and I right. think the personnel on offense, I think there definitely were some positives, especially early on in this game. And there is a silver lining that we'll take a look at later on in the show. But yeah, against, again, we said this was going to be a battle between maybe the two best, I think the two best rosters in football. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of mismatches to take advantage of. So you're going to have to be flawless. You're going to have to win those strength on strength battles. Yep. You're going to have to outcoach them. And the Eagles just, they didn't do that. It really was the little things. They didn't turn over the football, but they didn't take advantage in the red zone. They did not mm-hmm. call, I think, a consistent game on either side. I think penalties really hurt them too. They missed tackles in the open field. 
yes, you're going to pay for that when you're playing a team like this. And they've been able to get away with it and still beat good teams like Dallas and Kansas City and Buffalo. But eventually that we said that, you know, like you got to give them props for making these comebacks and beating good teams and always having an answer and overcoming adversity. Like that's a great trait to have, but that's not a consistent blueprint to beat these teams that they are dealing with in this gauntlet of a stretch. So it finally, it's not surprising that it finally did catch up to them. And I think that the tone was really set by those two field goals because then in the second quarter, when San Francisco started to dominate and they drove right down the field, they scored touchdowns and they were able to run away with it and get a lead. And that allowed Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan to get into a rhythm, use play action, commit to the run and not get away from that. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you score touchdowns, you establish that lead early. You continue to dominate time of possession. Suddenly Purdy still might be running for his life. Like he was early in that game, but that I think really did change the, the entire outcome and the rhythm of the game. It seems early on the Eagles were going and they were trying to land that knockout blow early, but instead they just land a couple body shots that didn't seem as effective right. as you thought because you didn't punch it in the end zone. And then Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan, they had the perfect offensive game plan. I mean, it was flawless after the first quarter. They oh, took yeah. advantage of the Eagles where they are weak. We said it all week long. Are you going to we be able to tackle in space? No, they weren't able to tackle in and space And were you going to be able all. to hide Christian Ellis and Nicholas Nope, Morrow could not and- do it. Kyle Why didn't they him. take him off the field, Lou? It was such a negative every time he was yeah. on the field. He just, he's not it. And we knew Cunningham being out was going to be big. Is that Shaq Leonard like the most important player to bring into Philadelphia after this week, I don't know if that helps, week, man, because it's not like he's known to be this great elite coverage linebacker right now at this stage of his career. I don't know if there's a fix. And this is the one thing, Howie Roseman, not saying he ignored linebacker, but it's not the strength that it is over in San Francisco. Good. And if there is a team that's going to expose bad linebacker play of anybody in the NFL, it's this San Francisco 49ers team. So I think, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't think that's like the main reason they lost. I think there were other ways they could have masked that liability. I think for one, you could have stopped using them. I think they did not use nearly enough nickel and dime. Like Mm -hmm. Sidney Brown played a lot early on and then he was just non-existent and you know, Ellis and Morrow were out there and that's when the mismatches happened. I think, Again, Sean Desai could have used more pressure looks to help out the front four. With There were very rarely any blitz calls. There was almost no press coverage. So the front four dominated early on, but when they needed help and ran out of steam, and then the linebacker started to get picked on, Desai just he didn't have any counter punches. It's one of those things that has been lingering, Lou. They've been giving up a lot of points, and Shanahan, He's a smart head coach. He's one of the best offensive minds in the game. And if you didn't think he was going to try and dominate the middle of the field, what were you expecting, Sean Desai? He knows what your weak points are. And he did exactly that. It killed them today. It killed them today. As soon as they're like, let's just run behind Trent Williams with Christian McCaffrey. Let's get a guy to the second level. We're going to be able to block up everything. There was no first force. There was no secondary force because everything was just closed up. They just got manhandled in the trenches all day long. That's how you lose football games to a team that invests just as much, if not more than you in San Francisco. You knew this was the cold war, the arms race. And today they flex their muscles way more than you did. You got dominated. That that's all it was. And Sean decides defense, man, that you got to figure something out because you're going to go against high scoring offenses, Detroit, Dallas, San Francisco, potentially again. Exactly. You're going to have to figure out a way to make this work. 
They don't have what it takes to win in the middle of the field, but not figuring it out today crush them. But at the same time, the offense has to do a lot more. Lou, I think they had to do a lot more when it came to time of possession. They had to cash it in in the red zone. I think yep. Brian Johnson allowing Jalen Hurts to hold the ball that long was a bad game plan. Jalen Hurts tried to extend plays in that sack that got them back to second and 19 where he's holding yeah, on to it. pass protection was good, you know, today. And I think Jalen Hurts sometimes was trying to find the deep shot far too often when he had time. I don't think the quick game was what got them in a rhythm early yes. on. And they were able to establish drives, and they went away with that. And I know the run game was not working early on. The 49ers front was really getting in the backfield against the run. But I think Brian Johnson bailed on it way too quick. What did I say all week leading up to this game? Where does Brian Johnson get out of his head? It's when he goes to one extreme or the other. Why was San Fran so dominant in the second through fourth quarter? Even though it wasn't working for them early on, they got to what they know. We're a very good run team. We're going to just start running the ball, and that's going to set up the pass for them. And that's exactly what it did. And the Eagles are a team that can do that, but they didn't. And he went to the extreme of trying to get Jalen to continue to throw you back into games, which he can, yeah. but if he plays like he did today, holding on to the ball, backing you up yeah, at like times. the way and the... they were trying to pass the ball. I was okay with the pass-heavy approach, Gino, but it was not just a complicated enough they, scheme. They needed to do what San Fran does so well, and the times that they did, I thought they had exceptional gains yeah. on that, and that's the – Yards after the catch plays from A.J. Brown where it just right. quick mesh on a team who plays a ton of man routes, coverage like on the back advantage end. Of, yeah, San Fran's playing heavy man. Mm-hmm. They're using rub routes. They're just well, There wasn't enough of that stuff. Eventually, it went away, and it was just backyard ball where you were hoping Brown and Smith could just overcome it. Right. They both had incredible games, but they needed help. The front four needed help on the other side, too. They, just, they were relying too much on it felt like two units that – normally carry them but the rest of the role players including the coaching staff just did not do enough it felt like the Chiefs game where Steve Spagnuolo was clearly out coaching you on the defensive end where they were out coaching you from a defensive perspective and getting Jalen off of his spot but like you said when they went to play backyard ball today it just didn't work and that can't be reliable you have to have some sort of scheme you have to have a scheme against these was it not evident today Was it not evident today that if Kyle Shanahan sticks to his scheme, there's nobody better than him in the National Football League? And the Eagles don't have an identity like that, Lou. They got so far removed from that today. Well, I think they have one. They just sometimes don't embrace it enough. I think they try to be somebody else. Yes, they try to get way too cute, be somebody that they're not, and it's like, no, just run the football. You're going to have to. You're going to have to take away time of possession from a team that went how many drives in a row scoring touchdowns. That's what happened. I agree. There was a lot to overcome here in this game. 42 to 19, the final score. The Eagles dropped to 10 and 2. The 49ers now 9 and 3. Breathing down your neck in that race for the one seed. Crazy. It's yeah, Dallas won as well. We'll get into that coming up next, right here on the Lockdown Eagles Podcast. Today's episode of the Lockdown Eagles Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Anytime you look at therapy. It's, it's huge, especially this time of year. Whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself. And the holidays are a great time to do just that. So whether it's by starting therapy, going easier on yourself during the tough moments, or treating yourself to a day of complete rest, remember to give yourself some love this holiday season. Do that through BetterHelp Online Therapy. It's so flexible to your schedule, convenient and suited to whatever you need Monday through Friday. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime, no additional charge if it's not 
the right fit. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Again, you can do it all in the discreet privacy of your home. In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn to get 10% off your first month of online therapy. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Guys, want to let you know Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. 42-19, the final score. The Eagles fall to the San Francisco 49ers. Dominating fashion by Kyle Shanahan. Brock Purdy, too. I mean, tough game. Brock Purdy dominated. 19 of 27, 314 yards and four touchdowns. Like, if there was ever a time for the 49ers to say, like, this is what we were missing in the NFC title, it's after this game. Purdy was spectacular. Geno is just frustrating, though, because early on, we saw the blueprint to stop this offense, right? It was get a lead, dominate with time of possession, and then pin your ears back and go get Brock Purdy because when he has to hold on to the football – you saw he gets rattled. That offense, Shanahan, can't get them in a rhythm. Suddenly his play calling, I feel like, is held back, and it comes down to more execution and Purdy elevating the offense. But again, the front four, I think they just ran out of steam, right? And then mm-hmm. once they ran out of steam, Sean Desai did not help them with a counter. Again, they're just no, not enough pressure packages with blitzes, disguised coverage. I thought, you know, Slay and Bradbury at times were like lining 15 yards off the ball. It just looked like they were scared. It was a very Jonathan Gannon-like game plan, it felt like. And then the Seriously execution was did. bad, too. Just bad tackling, exposed personnel on the second level at linebacker. Overall, Kyle Shannon, yeah, I think he exposed is the right word. I think he exposed the weaknesses of this defense. Not to say, again, now suddenly they can't win a Super Bowl with the talent they have on defense. But we saw the weaknesses today. And it takes a lot of times to cover that up when you're playing a team with this kind of talent. When San Fran has those weapons and you have Eli Ricks and Christian Ellis having big assignments like, yeah, in those games. it's just not good enough, man. I mean, that's not enough talent. Lou, I know we are big proponents of Eli Ricks. Sure. Played probably one of the worst games we've seen at cornerback. Right. In oh, years. it was abysmal. And it he was wasn't even terrible. covering Debo and, and Ilick. It was what? No, it was Juwan Jennings. Jennings. Yeah, it was Juwan yeah. Jennings. And they need to figure something out because what it boils down to, in my opinion, is that they have two very good pitches in their arsenal. Their front four and their passing offense. It can be elite at times. But when it's not, you get the result that you got today. Like you said, that front ran out of steam so quick. San Francisco, it's a good team. They're going to figure out how to counter that. It's not like they have a bad offensive line. It's not one of the best in the league, but they have maybe the best left tackle in Trent Williams, and they just play very well with inside the scheme that they are handed. And that's what it was today. You played an offense that had an identity, stuck to it, and you got away from your identity. You are usually a team that sets up the pass via the run, and you never really established that. You got out to a quick start, but this isn't a 15-minute league. It's 60 minutes. It's 60 minutes. And yeah, can I say something? Nick Sirianni, not only did he get out coached, I think he went in with the wrong message this week. When Tom Rinaldi was talking about what he said, I the same take it personally, I, I hated it. I hated it. I, it, it was the opposite of what he said against the Chiefs, yes. right? I think it was the wrong. I think it, he got caught up, and he started trash talking before yes. the game too. I think they took it way too personal and got heated, and they. I think they went down to the 49ers level. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, and I, I think 
Debo Samuel, talk that talk, man. You get a hat trick of touchdowns. You, you can say whatever the heck you want, man. Like, they eviscerated them. 22 rushing yards and a touchdown on the ground. He had four catches for 116 yards and two touchdowns today through the air. Three total touchdowns. Killed him. Killed yeah. him. And, and it really came down to, I have, like, a game of battleship, right, where I have my guys, and I'm just, every time I'm shooting, I'm hitting one of your battleships, and the Eagles couldn't hit anything. They had no yeah. way to subdue any matchup. It was like when they found a way to kind of get Kittle out of it. It was like, oh, here comes Debo, and then, oh, there's Ayuk, and then there's Christian McCaffrey. And that's what good teams do. And when you don't have Dallas Goddard and it's just two guys, you got to find a way to make it up. And they didn't. They really got exposed in ways tonight, Lou, that we were saying would linger and good teams would – bring it out of them and it finally yeah. hit home tonight. Well, and look, they've, they've stopped some good offenses here. They had success against Miami and Kansas city. Um, and I, I think at times too early in the year, this defense has looked good and the front four is again, elite for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Darius Slay's had his ups this year. So is James Bradbury, but honestly, Gino at this point, because again, to get through the NFC, you're going to have to go through Dallas and you're going to have to go through San Francisco who both had success against you passing the football I think the best defense against them, you're just going to need the offense to be more special than they are if this comes down to the playoffs again. Not saying the defense will have no shot to limit them and do have a better result than these past games against San Francisco and Dallas, but to me, I'm banking on more. The offense is going to have to be better, right? And I think the defense was the worst unit today. I think the offense did not take advantage of opportunities, and it's why they scored 19 points, um, but they did drive down the field. They could have easily had... 25 plus in this game if they were able to capitalize but they're gonna have to be even they're gonna have to be better than that Jalen Hurts gonna have to be better than he was today Brian Johnson's gonna have to be better than he was the offensive line is gonna need to help out the run game way more the only three guys or two guys that I think were exceptional were the receivers and by the way Mm -hmm. it was a tough matchup shout out to the 49ers corners and they were asked to play man coverage against two of the best receivers in the league almost the entire game and they played really well but at the same time Devontae and AJ, they they battled. Eight catches for AJ Brown today, 114 yards. Devontae had nine catches for 96 and a touchdown. One of the toughest performances I've ever seen from a receiver, honestly. It was a great showing, but they they need more than that, and they're going to need more from this offense if they see these guys again in January or February or January, yeah. The frustrating thing about Sean Desai not getting home with his defense and figuring it out is – He's played San Fran so many freaking times in, in Seattle. And sure. this is the performance that we get. And yeah, just quick back. I, I just had that thought before we flash back to AJ and Devontae. Like those guys stepped up and yeah. I would say are the only two on offense. That I mean, the third and really long passing, are, Gino, that's the one positive. It went through them. Were, they It went through them and they, they stepped up. But unlike the last couple of weeks where you were money in the red zone, you were kicking field goals. You When you were money on third down, a lot of the times you were still behind the sticks. They're not doing a good job getting ahead of the sticks, Lou. Because, again, second, you know, they don't have a counter. They don't have anything no. after Brown. And, just like Dude, you they said They ran earlier. three straight second and ten runs yeah. in the first right. quarter. It drove me insane. It just drove like you me said insane. The outside of the pass rush, they don't have a counter on defense right now. They don't have a. They need Dallas Goddard back in a big way because the run game the has worst just been too way. inconsistent too. They they have not made up for the lack of Goddard with Swift in that backfield. I mean, heck, do you even need to go out and like really sign Zach Ertz this week to have another threat? I mean, you just saw a team that if you're running a four by four, they have two guys that are way faster than two of your guys, and you're just way down before you even get to yeah. the third and fourth leg. And I'm sorry, but no more Quez Watkins after this. I mean, Dude, that was 
He's OZ so and bad. Julio. Julio Jones can't separate. I mean, that guy should retire. OZ is just not good enough. Yeah, I, they might have to go out there and sign Zach Ertz this week. I, I was supporting it before. After this game, I'm even more on board. It's a lot of stuff that we figured out by getting punched in the face, man. Like you yeah. figured out where you were susceptible we in a fight, stuff, right? But a lot of it, yeah. I didn't think it was going to be this bad, but no, me neither. This I thought, is I thought their strengths were going to be able call. to do a lot better than what it did. They were, yeah. You thought it would be able to keep you afloat, and yeah. you just found yeah. out that you had all these holes in this boat. That you're going against a team that they really have it together. They played a freaking excellent game, man. Outside of that first quarter, we always talk about not letting things snowball. San Francisco didn't let it snowball. They turned right around after the first quarter. They settled in, got back to what they do. While the Eagles, they let things spiral out of control, and I think they got too caught up in the moment. Yeah, I agree. I do want to get into some positives coming up next. You know, we'll take a look at what's coming up. A big couple matchups with Dallas and Seattle. A look at the standings. All that and more right here on the Lockdown Eagles postgame show. 42-19, the final score. The Eagles dropped to 10-2 after a loss to the San Francisco 49ers. This episode of Locked on Eagles is brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. While you're sitting on your phone, if you want to get tickets to which most likely will be an NFC championship game that will probably include these two teams. Who knows where it'll be after tonight? A lot of tiebreakers to go into play, but if you want to get tickets for any Eagles game, go to the number one ticket site that we love here at Lockdown Eagles and the entire Lockdown Podcast Network. Game time, game time, game time. You go right on the app. They'll give you a view of your seat. I did this a couple months ago when I went and saw Oregon play who let me down the other day. The Eagles let us down today, but we still always love and support our teams. And the easiest way to get in on the action, get tickets, get exactly the view that you want is by downloading the Game Time app, creating an account, and using the promo code Locked On NFL. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-F-L. What's that going to get you? $20 off your first purchase. In today's day and age, $20 is a lot of money. Why not save it and go enjoy some tickets for an event that you love. It could be a comedy show. It could be at a theater. It could be a sporting event. If you're listening to this show, I'm sure it'll be an Eagles game. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. It's the post-game show. Final score, 42-19. to 19. The Eagles punched in the mouth Ooh. against San Francisco. They are now 10-2. and two. The sky's not falling. They're still the one seed, Gino, but they made it more difficult, right? I yep. mean, the 49ers are right on their on their backs. Nine and three. They have the head-to-head tiebreaker now. The Dallas Cowboys are also nine and three after a big Thursday night win against Seattle. You now have to go to Jerry World this coming Sunday, play a red hot passing attack with the Cowboys. Dak Prescott is on fire. Say the least. They play the Seattle Seahawks the week after. We know they can score points. Suddenly, this is a really tight race, and they cannot afford to let this snowball the way it did in this game. Luckily, the Eagles normally don't let that happen, but the Dallas Cowboys, at least Dak Prescott, has their number. They were able to get a big win before Mm -hmm. the bye against that team, but this is a really, really big game. And not saying the Eagles shouldn't still be favorites to get the one seed. I think they should, but it's a crucial, crucial thing to have in this playoff race because you do not want to have to go to Dallas or San Francisco in the playoffs. So they got to make sure that this thing stays in this game, throw out that tape, and get back to what you were doing before. You have to. I mean, you knew what happened tonight. It was ugly. It was ugly. There's nothing much more to say about that than you really got your rear end whooped. And you know what is next week. And this team, they've responded after a loss, Lou. They've done that time and time again. Let's hope that they can do that again. Because like you said, 
San Francisco, they now have the tiebreaker over you. If you lose to Dallas in Dallas, they're probably going to take the number one spot in the NFC East. Now you drop down to a wildcard team. Do they want that to happen? Absolutely not. And you don't want to have it have it be, oh, we have to hope that they lose to Miami being Dallas right. and lose to Detroit. No, you have to control your own destiny. That's what the good teams do. They don't let the things that you can't control go out the wayside. You have to control what you can control, and that's next week. It's against Dallas Injury World, a team that has been scoring 40-plus points at home time and time again. After tonight, if you don't think Dallas is chomping at the bit to get their chance to go play this Eagles defense, you bet they are. And you got to turn around and play this team. They're going to have 10 days of rest after they played on Thursday. You got to go in there and give it your best shot. Play for everything. This is the game that truly matters. Let's take a step back. Is the sky falling like you said? Absolutely not. Coming into this quote-unquote gauntlet, if you said we split this, even went 4-2, and two, even yeah, went 5-1, and one, which is potential. Right. Yeah, you're 4-1 and one in this stretch right now. Is it good to lose to the Niners? No, because they're the team right there that you're battling for the one seed. You don't want to go on the road. But right now, it's looking like it might be. But you have to just respond. And I trust this team to get back there. But today... If they do this again, Lou, then I think we really know who they were the whole time. Yeah. No, I think, again, you have to put it in perspective. Like you said, if you look at the schedule and said, hey, they beat the Miami Dolphins, the Dallas Cowboys, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Buffalo Bills before finally slipping up in the gauntlet, you'd, you'd probably sign up for that 10 times out of 10. I will say, I think to lose to the 49ers of all of them, though, and to lose in the way you did is disappointing because not oh, only, like 100%. you said – this is the team you're fighting the most for the one seed right now, but it's also the team I think of any of them in the playoffs, that's the team you're going to have to get through to get to Vegas. So to see them expose your weaknesses over anybody else and beat you in this kind of dominating fashion is definitely disappointing. But I will say, again, that's glass half empty. The glass half full approach, though, you can take is this could have been a very different game, right? If you turn those first few drives into touchdowns, they had an opportunity early. Your trenches were your line play was dominating early on. Your offensive line, the pass protection was really good for the most part. The defensive line was having their way. They showed that they could get back to what beat the 49ers in the NFC title. But I think again, they just they weren't able to sustain that. So um yeah, again, I don't think this is suddenly a wild card team that's been a fraud all along. Like you don't do what you did this year, especially against some of the best teams in the league, if you weren't legit. But at the same time, the 49ers showed you, like, there's work to be done. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was really a number one contender's fight. And yeah. the winner, like, gets the, the champ, right? Like, you go on to the next fight, and it felt like you got exposed. Like, you lost on the scorecard four out of five rounds. You played well in the first. But that doesn't win you titles. It doesn't win you games. And I'm with you. This It sucks. Like, I don't like losing in this manner. I think if you battled hard and it was a close fought game, like maybe you got your hat to hang on a little bit, but there's nothing to hold your hat on. Like I know we try to be positive and there's some good things to look at, but dude, this this is an ugly one. And oh, yeah, you sure. have to turn it around. And if Sean Desai is the coordinator that we thought he was all year long, he'll turn it around for next week. If the grudge match does happen in the playoffs, that's going to be the ultimate test. When the stage is the brightest, when everything is hanging on him that's when it's going to be the brightest and he's got to come he's got to come away with limiting the points it's it's not a sustainable way to win 
yeah. they've had really good offensive performances. And tonight you came up short on offense. When you had to get seven, you got six or you got three. Just all around bad. Couldn't tackle. Just got out blocked out, out of everything tonight. And that's that's one you maybe watch the tape one time, take it, burn it, do some ceremony to get rid of it. It was it was just brutal. But next yep. week is next week, and you know what's Huge at game. stake. But a lot to learn from this game. A lot to learn when you got exposed. Hey, if I can it, say it, go ahead. One positive, sorry. At least Jalen Hurts did clear concussion protocol and he's oh, good thank to go goodness. because I was nervous there for a minute. He was in the medical tent, then went back to the locker room. You cannot afford to lose Jalen Hurts right now. Yeah, and Braden Man is like really good punter. I like that. Like well, that good. in the okay, conditions. Like Gino gave us a positive. There we go. We got dude. Some. He he put the <laughs> ball. He hey, special teams did their job. They had to pin back San Francisco a couple times. The defense just got trampled over every yeah. single time. Man, no like, matter what situation, they were standing it was, in traffic and just got steamrolled. Yeah. No matter what field position it was, whatever third down situation, the 49ers just had their way with you today. So yep. hopefully that does not become a trend. Got a couple big matchups coming up next week. It's the Dallas Cowboys. We'll move forward with that coming up this week on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Got a show for you Monday through Friday. We're your only daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Shout out to our everydayers. That's going to do it for the postgame show. 42-19, to 19, the final score. The Eagles drop to 10-2. and two. For Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening. And let's go, Birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.